Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds on Topic. I'm Josephine. And I'm Monica. And today's topic is... Worries and anxiety. Because during these times, a lot of people may be going through this, but you need to learn about what it is and how to deal with it. Exactly. Because the important thing is not how much you worry about something, but how you deal with it. Yes. And this is because... Why do we worry, Josephine? We worry because it's supposed to protect us. And worries are good most of the time. Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. When, because it activates your alarm system that tells you, oh, this is dangerous. Like if there's a... A lion behind you and trying to eat you. That's dangerous. So you should not be inside the cage, right? Yes. Or <laughs> if there is a car coming, you don't jump in the middle of the street. Yep. <clears throat> like now, um, it's important to say the difference between worries and anxiety. Anxiety is when you have intense, excessive, and persistent worries and fear about everyday situations. And then you have physical response to that. Although with worries, you also can have physical response. In anxiety, they just last longer. Yeah. What kind of response do you well, in worries, there's body temperature goes up, like it makes you hotter. Um, your heartbeat will go faster, and you, your hands will get kind of sweaty and shaky. But for anxiety, you can also have um, mental or cognitive um, you know, symptoms that you don't realize that are telling you that you're just anxious about what's happening around you for example anger when you suddenly are just anger angry about everything or grouchy every everything that happens you know just make you feel worse and you can deal with that that could be just anxiety not oh. that you're a crouchy person <laughs> <laughs> trouble sleeping Oh, yes, a lot. I have heard a lot of people saying that now, you know, after all these lockdowns and news going crazy and pandemias around, we all have troubles in sleeping. Like you have a, your sleeping pattern has changed. That could be related to anxiety. That even <laughs> when you don't think you have it, it's there. So affect your sleep. I totally don't just ask questions at night to make sure that I stay up. <laughs> well, that's... Yes. A habit. Totally another topic. <laughs> yes. Now, another one is defiance. And this one, of course, parents say, oh, yes, my kids are so defiant all the time. But we can also be defiant as adults. What is defiance? It's when I tell you, just me, let's call her. And you're like, what? I don't want to call her, mom. But you're crazy. It's Sunday. It's like, well, okay, you just go outside. No, no, I want to call her, mom. So you just fight for everything <laughs> with no reasons. Oh. It should ring a bell for adults about this one. <laughs> it should? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Another one is avoidance. So, you know what? I don't want to do anything. I'm, I'm out. I'm done. You just can stay doing whatever you want. I'm just going to avoid everything related to anything else. Just lay down. Or the counterpart that is... Over planning. Because mm. when you are... Like, have anxiety. It's like anything can happen. So you have over-planning. Like, you already have, you're like, sort of like if you were to be planning that your house will go on fire at 1.30 p.m. today. 
But what if it goes at 1.39 p.m.? So you need to plan about the change of time. <laughs> so over planning, it's um, also work. Or like if I have a very important meeting, I like, oh, oh no, oh no. We, what if my meeting starts one minute late? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so over planning is another you know, symptom of this. And then there's lack of focus. <laughs> yeah, when you think you're just, you know, deli-lilling, lolly gagging and don't mix them both because they are totally different, but you can just stay in one thing at a time. It's not that you, you know, are doing a lot of things. It's just probably that you're not putting attention to what you are doing or you want to do. Yes. Negativity. When everything looks bad, that is another symptom of anxiety. Hmm. Like nothing looks good. Mm-hmm. What is negativity, Bill, though? question is when um whatever option you have in front of it you magically find the worst possible reason to not do it or that everything is gonna be wrong just it's, it's actually amazing if you look at from outside it sometimes surprised me how people can just figure out the worst of everything all the time like eating ice cream yes yeah like you can have a you know bellyache and they're up in the hospital done See? What about sleeping? Uh, what if you oversleep? You don't wake up in the morning. You miss school. You fail and you don't go to university after. What? Yeah. So uh, negativity. I say, you know, try to avoid negativity on this one. Yes. There is another one that I think <coughs> is a funny term. Chandeliering. Which, what? yeah. It means that we're okay. Nothing's oh, happening. Wait, you're okay when you're chandeliering? No, no, you think you're okay, and things pass, and everything is coming on, and you know, the food got burned, the dog got lost, you smash your car in your neighbor's tree, and the fire department comes, it's okay, it doesn't matter, right? And then all of a sudden, a fly passed through your ear, and boom, you explode, and I start throwing things on, saying this is disgusting, what is happening, blah, 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 and then around you, everybody's like, oh, oh. So you don't worry that your dog left your house, you crashed into your neighbor's yard and have to pay that? Yeah, because you're trying to don't take the worry in and pretend that it's not there, so you pile everything up until you explode. or anxiety will start. I think the most powerful word in the world is what if. Well, technically it's two words, but what if. You mean the question. (laughs) What if. Because what if is very powerful because it doesn't even have to be a logical thing. It can be like, what if a giant monster jumps through the window and eats Raven, our pet dog? Which I would say... Sometimes for imagination, especially for people, creative people out there, what ifs are awesome. Because then you can come up with crazy ideas or crazy games. But my point is here. When you have too many what ifs about something that could affect you, that could drive you insane. Yes. Wait, I just noticed something. Our dog's name. 
What about it? It's Raven, <gasps> the bird. We call our dog as a bird? And we have two pets. What's wrong with us? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Dog, don't think about what ifs when you wake up in the middle of the night, but that's the worst moment you can think about anything. Please. I thought the worst thing in the middle of the night, like if you wake up like at 2.30 a.m. is when you look at the clock and see how many more hours of sleep you have. <laughs> well, yeah, but then you start thinking, oh, I'm going to be late and I can't go to sleep. And then you start thinking of all the stuff that you should not be thinking then. So instead of doing that, you should start working. Now we're going to the solution, right? We should start working and how can be done to solve the problem? What can you do to stop the worry? What can we do for the planet Earth to don't be eaten by a black hole? <gasps> oh, I Nothing have, really. I have but a then story you realize it's solutions. Dumb. Oh, you have a solution? No, I have a story about Oh, example. Oh, okay. So, when I was like in first or second grade, my two friends didn't get along at all, so they made me choose who blah, 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 who I wanted to play with, and I got really grumpy at night. And then one time my mom was like, Josephine, what are you going to do about it? How can this be solved? And do you want to know what I said, Mommy? What? I said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it can be solved. But then the next day, with like the anxiety thing, avoidance, I was completely avoiding them. And I walked around the playground. And then I saw them playing tag. A group of children in my grade playing tag. I thought, oh, I don't have to make the rules in tag. There's no reason that you can't be the tiger. You have to be like the blah blah. So I joined them. And everything was fine. There was my solution. <laughs> hey, that's good. So you work, huh? Yeah, <laughs> But did you stop worrying about that? Yes, I did stop worrying. But then I got bored playing that, so now I make up new games and everything's good. Oh, good. Excellent. Good to know. Good to know. Yep. Do is, like my mom say, stop worrying start working. <gasps> Ooh, I got an idea. Another one. Okay. Another scenario. What about Doritos? So no, I'm scared. <laughs> uh, you want to? You're gonna. You're afraid that you're gonna eat all the Doritos at dinner time, but you also want some for lunch <laughs> tomorrow, and you're so worried about it. But here's your start working part. Start working on not eating all the Doritos. <laughs> okay. There's your solution. I guess that's a way to put it out. Another way to think about it is when you have so many things to do that you can think about it how to start, just make a list, random list, doesn't have to be, you know, all perfect, and start scratching things that you're doing. Just one less thing is better than all the things to be done, right? Another way to work on it is um, use your hands. And by use your hands, I mean... All the anxiety and worries are part of your cognitive and emotional brain. If you use your hands, you remove the attention from your brain to something else. So let's do some crafting, drawing, writing, play an instrument. And by all that, I say do not do right to pretend you're going to be professional. I'm not. It's just try to do something so hard with your hands that your attention will move away from everything that is piling in your head. And who knows? Maybe you are going to be the next Mozart, right? But here is something uh, that helps. If you're going to draw, this really helps for me. Um, you can draw a picture of somebody who's going to save you from all those words. Like, 
if you're me, I have a phobia to spiders. So I have an angel, my stuffed animal, who comes there and protects me whenever I'm scared of spiders. So now I'm not worried all the time. Oh, that's sweet. Before we go to what not to do, did you talk about the book? Oh, yes. Um, I'm getting a lot of notes off my The Osborne Unworry book. It's a really good book. It has a lot of activities. One of my favorites was like the make a picture of like the person who's going to come and save you. There's like an unworry island where you go there and like you just draw a picture of what it was. So whenever you're worried, you go there. Or if you're mad, they have like scribbling just like really hard to get instead of yelling and getting angry. And it has science of stuff and it's really helping. Oh, another one that really worked for me was my worry box. Oh, yikes. It's like I made my worry box, and then whenever there's a worry, I toss it in. You make a cardboard box look like a little monster with paper teeth and eyeballs coming out that I found under my daughter's bed one day. And then I said, what is this? And then some little papers came out. And in her beautiful handwriting say, I'm going to die of boredom. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> what was that all about? Well, um, I was very going to die of boredom on those days. I mean, it was like so long. It I was like two it. days. <laughs> but that was really long. Nobody was here. I was just dying on the couch thinking of nothing to do. Like, oh. Don't judge the concerns and worries of other people. That's for sure. Uh, I'll say about the book, it's target for kids, but there are uh, some advantages if you want to do it as an adult. They work. They are simple, not overthinking, and you read it faster. Because one of the things that you should not do is grab a book that is 300 pages long and how to deal with anxiety. It's just another thing to put on the pile of things to do, right? <laughs> Most important what not to do is, Josephine, don't worry. All is going to be okay. Right? How does that make you feel, Josephine? That makes me feel so grumpy. Especially if there's like a spider on my chair right next to me. Ah! Oh, just make me feel so grumpy. See? So, when was the last time that it helped with your anger? Is piling up? And so you oh, don't get mad. What? But that yeah. never did me any good. Helped me, like, ever. As you said. Hey, it's gonna be okay. That's like if somebody comes, you're paying your taxes late and you're so worried. Somebody comes and says, Oh, it's gonna be okay. It's okay if you don't pay your taxes. It's not like you're not gonna get a job or you have to get rid of your own business or something will happen to your house and your microwave and all that stuff. It'll be okay. Yeah, don't minimize other people's problems or worries. Um, Which it comes to the point to say that when you say, don't worry, it's going to be okay, you give an order to something emotional that is happened, and you can't control the emotions of other people. We barely can control the emotions in ourselves, so giving an order like that totally doesn't work. And the other part is like you are trying to fix something that you can't fix, because in reality, we don't know if it's going to be okay or not. You just can't say, hey, I'm here with you. Let's yes. work with it. Or, you know, as long as we're together, it's fine. So you can reinforce that and let them talk without 
trying to fix the problem. Yes. Because that's one of the things when you have a conversation and say, I was doing this and that and that, and then somebody says, oh, that's great. I should, I was going to do this instead. Like, yeah, well, who asked you? Right? Yeah. So those are things that you should not try to do too much. Now, the things that you can do, right, is like we said, if you like making a list, make a list. If you just make it in your mind and start thinking what you can be done about it. Remember that. And the other one is you can always think, and then what? Because you can go all the way to the stream and say beyond that we're, you know, stuck in a conflict where the planet is going to smash into a black hole and it's going to be eaten alive. And then what? Do we do something about it? No. No, so don't worry. In the words of another wisdom guy who, as much as I can remember, I can't remember who say it. So if some of you know it, just put it on our comments later. Um, from all the things that you worry, all of them, 90% of those things will never happen or you should not be worried about them. And the things that you never worry or never cross your mind, those are the ones that are going to smash you one day. <gasps> like, honestly. Who will have told in 2019 that the world was going to be stopped because of virus? <laughs> I mean, if you're writing science fiction. <laughs> but it happened, right? And then it come out to your minds. Now, Justine has what Sleeping you have. Sleeping tips. Because I've learned that most worries come when you're going to go to sleep. And it's important to sleep because... Because if not, then you are going to not feel good the next morning and you're going to have like sleep exhaustion. And if you don't sleep for many days, that can become not good for you at all. No, no. And if you don't go to sleep when your mom says you to go to sleep, you're going to be in huge trouble. What? Just that. Okay, Let us so. continue with sleeping <laughs> tips. Like I was saying, worries come most of the time when you're going to go to sleep. And you can't quite stop yourself from worrying when you're going to sleep but here are some things that can help you not worry as much what do you think oh i try to avoid the screens and because the light of the any phone ipad kino whatever uh you know screen device it sends some triggers to your brain that then don't allow your brain to release the chemical things that make him tired so you can start your sleeping pattern the idea, I think, is that you have to stop using it for like an hour and a half or 40 minutes before you start your ritual to go to sleep. I say, don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, try to start with 10 minutes. 10 minutes before you put your pyjama, check your email, put the phones aside, and then start getting ready. And then don't use it again. And for the kids, sometimes watching a cartoon calms them down. Do that and then get them, you know, brush your teeth, brush your hair, whatever they do at nighttime. And that helps. So don't have the screen, the TV on five minutes before you say, okay, time to go to bed. Go just lay down because that's not going to help. Nope. But here's another thing. Get the worries out. Write down a list of your worries and then just forget about them until morning. Or just forget them completely because that really helps the worries to like leave your brain while you're going to rest and go to sleep. Wind down. How do you do that? Uh, well, 
You can maybe like take a warm bath or shower if that helps you. Drink a glass of milk or just sit down on your couch or bed or whatever. I thought you were going to say sit down in something else. <laughs> ah. Sit down on your couch or bed and just close your eyes. Yeah. Just do it for two minutes. It's going to be the longest minutes of your life. Mm-hmm. And do nothing. Yeah. No music. No nothing. Now, if you enjoy meditation and relaxation. Or oh, yeah, the smell of lavender. Supposedly, the smell of lavender helps. Although, to me, it always reminds me to a bathroom. So, I don't think it helps me. <laughs> Ah, it's just, but that's just me, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those are some things you can do to improve your sleeping. Um, say that it's hard because to go to sleep, you're not supposed to be worried, but you're worried because you're going to sleep. So try to avoid going in those circles, right? Yes. Sometimes avoidance is good, see? Mm-hmm. 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 Now, um, we got some feedback from some people of our fans. And we're going to check out and see if we can work on those podcasts. But I just want to tell you that you can join a new Facebook group. What? You never told me this information. No, it's not excited. So it's called Birds on Topic. And it's in Facebook. So you can Google or look for it. And uh, you have to answer three funny questions. And then we will let you in. Happily, we will let you in. Or if you prefer to go... On a more, you know, direct route, you can go to monicared.com and join the mailing list. This is my website, personal website. Nobody else answer anything. And, um, I mean, you can buy the book or two. But you just uh, buy it once and that's it. And so I don't send emails to everybody all the time. So. Here's the thing. My mom wrote Saber Roots of Hope and Saber Shadows of Tomorrow. They're on her, like, website, monicared.com. So you can buy the books and listen to the podcast, okay? So she doesn't go crazy on the next podcast about, well, did you check out my book? Oh, yes, I have a book there. So that she doesn't go crazy, just check it. Uh, yeah, speaking of hard sales there, huh? What I was saying, you just go to the section birds on topic and you can skip everything else from that website. Eh. But we will be happy to read your comments if you leave yep. it in their group. And we will be happy to hear more from you. We right? would quite enjoy it if you tell us what techniques may work for you mm-hmm. to help you get unworried. And don't forget, um, the book that we got the answers from, most of them, is the Osborne Unworry Book. It's a really good book. You can probably find it in places. I don't remember where we got it. <laughs> um but it is a very good book. I completely recommend it for a person who is very worried about spiders on her ceiling and on her bed and under her pillow. And we will leave the information in the description down here. Oh, anyway. That's it for today, everybody. And thank you for watching Birds on Topic. Stay tuned for our next episode. Warning. If this goes too far and it starts affecting you on a daily basis, it is okay to get a professional's help. Don't feel ashamed if you can't help yourself or your child. You need to live a happy life, and if you can't do it by yourself, get help from someone who can.